Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast for February 2020, brought to you by First United Bank and Trust. I'm your host, Brad Boyard, Portfolio Manager for First United Wealth Management. Today, we will be covering matters of interest regarding the investment markets and the related economic environment impacting those markets. Before we get started, I would like to go over some housekeeping items. This podcast will be recorded and posted to our website at www.mybank.com slash blog later today. Secondly, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or your podcast app. Simply search First United Bank and Trust, hit the subscribe button, and you'll get a notification every time we post a new episode. In review of our economy and markets, I want to go over three areas, those being some of the positives we're seeing, the negatives, and what our current strategies are. So let's start out with some of the positives. Non-farm payrolls added 225,000 jobs in January. The economy added an average of 211,000 new jobs in the past three months, a marked acceleration from last fall and summer. Unseasonably warm weather in January likely gave hiring an added boost. The construction industry, buoyed by lower mortgage rates and greater demand for new housing, led the way by adding 44,000 jobs. U.S. unemployment edged up just a bit to 3.6% from a 50-year low of 3.5%. The increase in worker pay over the past 12 months rose slightly to 3.1%, but it sits below the post-recession peak of 3.5%. The bulk of the hiring after construction jobs included healthcare providers, hotel and restaurants, both creating 36,000 new jobs. Transportation companies added 28,000 workers, mostly packaging and warehouse stockers and professional businesses hired 21,000 people. Jobless claims came in at 202,000 at the end of January, down 15,000 since December. The more stable monthly average in new claims saw little change at 211,750. This remains a half a century low. Steady consumer spending has allowed businesses to keep up production and largely avoid the sort of broad-based layoffs that could potentially send the economy into a recession. Non-manufacturing numbers remain in growth territory. The index, production, new orders, and employment all rose and are in expansion territory. Backlog orders at 47.5% remain in contraction territories, but commentary from respondents highlights slow but steady growth. Altogether, 12 of the 18 industries tracked by ISM said their businesses were expanding. The U.S. service sector has largely been shielded from the damaging effects of the trade war with China, that disrupted the global economy, hurt exports, and caused the U.S. manufacturing sector to contract during the fall. Happily, we can note the manufacturing index rebounded to growth after six months of contraction. The index rose to 50.9% from 47.8% in January, topping the key 50% threshold for the first time since July. New orders, production, and new export orders all showing numbers above 50%, which is important because, as we've said before, ISM numbers above 50% are said to be in expansion territory and under contraction territory. Fourth quarter earnings season passes the halfway mark. 320 S&P 500 companies have reported earnings with aggregate earnings growth of 0.5% year-over-year and revenue growth of 3.1% year-over-year. The Consumer Confidence Index increased in January, following a moderate increase in December. 
The index now stands at 131.6, up from 128.2 in December. Optimism about the labor market should continue to support consumer confidence in the short term, and as a result, consumers will continue driving the growth and prevent the economy from slowing in 2020. The Fed lured raised twice in 2019, helping the housing market. Housing market strength continues. In December, new home stars jumped to a 13-year high, while existing home sales shot up nearly 11% year-over-year. And with inventory at historic lows, home prices climbed almost 8%. Real GDP increased 2.1% in the fourth quarter of 2019, according to the advanced estimate released by the Brew of Economic Analysis. In the third quarter, real GDP also increased 2.1%. The increase in real GDP in 2019 reflected positive contributions from PCE, non-residential fixed investment, federal government spending, state and local government spending, and private inventory investment that were partly offset by negative contributions from residential fixed investment. Now we'll move on to some of the negatives. Geopolitical tensions ramped up to begin the new year. Additional sanctions have been added on the Iranian economy following retaliatory missiles being fired at U.S. personnel in Iraq. With sanctions remaining intact, the potential for increased tensions remain. The rapid spread of the coronavirus out of China has created elevated uncertainty across global financial markets. While studies of previous epidemics have shown health scares tend to be non-events for global equity markets, uncertainty around economic impact of the virus remains. Trade uncertainties continue to be our top potential headwind for markets in the year ahead. With the phase one trade deal between the U.S. and China complete, the phase two not expected until after the presidential election at a minimum, the focus has shifted to the U.S. and Europe. We eventually expect an agreement between the U.S. and Europe, but public disagreements could heighten market volatility. Again, monetary missteps by central banks are still one of the greatest risks faced in financial markets. Central banks have maintained their more accommodative tone due to trade uncertainties and low inflation. We'll conclude by leaving you with some of our current strategies and a few takeaways. Geopolitical tensions and trade uncertainties remain in the headlines, but the service side and now manufacturing side of the economy are in expansion territory. Consumer confidence in the labor market remains strong. The yield curve is flat with the long end of the curve for the 5-30 to year period remaining positive. The Fed will likely cut rates once towards the end of 2020. We expect inflation to continue to undershoot FOMC's 2% target. We maintain a neutral to benchmark duration within our portfolios and continued to look to increase portfolio quality to protect from late cycle risk. With continued economic weakness globally and volatility expected to continue through the year, we remain underweight equities and portfolios and are currently overweight fixed income. We maintain a modest underweight to equities currently, but are looking for opportunities to add risk to portfolios, particularly in international markets. With that, we will conclude today's webcast. Again, this podcast is available on our website at www.mybank.com blog, or hit the subscribe button through iTunes or your podcast app, and you'll get a notification whenever a new podcast is available. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. First United, my bank for life.
This document is a general communication being provided for informational purposes only. It is educational in nature and not designed to be taken as advice or a recommendation for any specific investment product, strategy, plan, feature, or other purpose in any jurisdiction, nor is it a commitment from First United Bank and Trust or any of its subsidiaries to participate in any of the transactions mentioned herein. Any examples are generic, hypothetical, and for illustration purposes only. This material does not contain sufficient information to support an investment decision and should not be relied upon in evaluating the merits of investing in any securities or products. In addition, users should make independent assessment of the legal, regulatory, credit, and accounting implications and determine together with their own professional advisors if any investment mentioned herein is believed to be suitable to their personal goals. Investors should ensure that they obtain all available relevant information before making any investment. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, or investment techniques and strategies set out are for information purposes only based on certain assumptions and current market conditions and are subject to change without prior notice. All information presented herein is considered to be accurate at the time of production, but no warranty of accuracy is given and no liability in respect of any error or omission is accepted. It should be noted that investment involves risks. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate in accordance with market conditions and taxation agreements, and investors may not get back the full amount invested. Both past performance and yields are not reliable indicators of current and future results.